0: Uh, Today, we've called this the special Elul Shir. So the special Elul Shir is around, uh, what I want to speak about, The meeting in the field. You know, everyone speaks about Elul as being this time, HaMelech Pasadeh, that the king is in the field, and if the king is in the field, we're able to get closer, and all of these. Let's try and and understand where does this actually come from, and then what is it really all about. Um, I'm going to look at a couple of ideas, and I hope that... uh, well, to be able to take something out of it and move forward into 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 Rosh Hashanah, which is in a week and a half, which is quite unbelievable, to move into Rosh Hashanah in a in a in a meaningful and special way. So the before we start, I just want to I'd just like to say that I'd like to give the she'er in um, for a first slamer for for three people. Firstly, for Melissa Chipkin's mom. Melissa is the organizer, one of the organizers of Emunah, and really her mom, Batya Chana Batmasha, is not well. Please God, she should be well. Then um, in our own community, we have um, Shuki Schwartz, who is also not well. Please God, she, she's on the road to recovery, and that should go well. Shalom Esther Batzi And finally, to my dear friend, Malcolm Siegel, Chaim Moshe bin Chana. Please God, he should also be well. And in the merit of all the Torah we learn, and the inspiration that we get, and the way we use that going forward, they should all get rafu Shlema, Vimhera V'yameinu, yameinu quickly, and uh, should get back to to their normal lives. Bezrat Hashem, you know, we can always we always have to daven, and that's really what we're going to speak about today. So, where does this concept of the king is in the field come from? So, the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe is the, the first Lubavitcher Rebbe, Reb Shnei of Liadi, the author of the um, of the of the Tanya. He explains that. Um, There's something about Elul. Elul is this time where we're trying to get closer to Hashem. We've got to move towards Hashem ourselves. But there's a paradox in that the usual place of the king is in his city, the usual place in the capital, the usual place on his his throne. But something happens during this time because normally everyone who wants to try and approach the king... um, on his throne, you have to go through, you have to get dressed properly, you have to prepare properly, you've got to prepare a proper speech. You can't just ramble on and just uh, carry on and carry on, but rather it has to be very very clear and proper in the way that one is going to approach the king in his palace. But there are certain times that he says that the king comes out into the field. He the comes comes out, he drops down from his, his palatial uh, home, and he comes into the field to really to be together with with the Amon Am, with the people, and he comes into the field during the month of Elul. What does it mean he comes into the field? It means that I, who am a worker in the field, so to speak, am will see the king, I can go and speak to him, I don't have to worry about what I'm wearing, I don't have to worry about the words that I'm using, that has to be all smart and all the specific protocols, but rather I can just approach him easily. And that's really what it is about. Kodesh Baruch Huber puts himself into the space, into our space, and we now have to ignite ourselves to go and, and uh, deal with, um, and try and approach the Rebo Neshul Olam. But we need to understand that it's not only coming into the field to allow us an easier access to Rebo Neshul Olam. But there's something about the field. Why is it HaMelech Pasadeh? Why is the king in the field? He could be anywhere. He could be uh, in the roads. He could be in our homes. He could be. In, but there's a specific thing around the field. So what is the field? On a simple level, according to Chabad thought, a field is a place where grain grows. Growing grain, converting it into food, that sustains us, that requires a lot of effort. And this effort really is uh, the symbol of the full scope of our activities in the mundane world that we live. And so therefore really what according to that idea is that part of the, 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 the king meeting us in the field is the king meeting us in our hard work, in the work that we want to put in. It's the ultimate purpose of creation, actually. We know that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he gave Adam HaRishon the exhortation of the shamra to work the world and to guard the world. That's what we have to do. We have to really try in this world to bring the Ribboni Shalom into our world, the presence of Hashem, the recognition of Hashem, the manner in which we do things, so that Hashem's presence can be found not only in the, in the heavenly spheres, but rather in the world in which we live. And that's one of the ideas around the Sadeh. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to expand that. Because what we do know is that in, in, in understanding um, Torah exegesis, how to learn out the Torah, there is a very important skill. And one of the most important skills, I think it was the Hasim Sofer, I'm not sure. That is to find the first place in the Torah where that word exists and then using that as the building block to expound going forward. So where is that? So the first time this concept of Sadeh is mentioned in, in the Torah is actually in Bereshit because in Bereshit it says before there were any shrubs of the field before anything was there and all the grasses of the field before they had actually grown because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had not yet brought rain in the world because why? Because man was not that not yet there. So the first time we are we are introduced to the concept of sadeh is the idea of that there was nothing in the fields, nothing out there in the world, nothing had grown yet. Why? Because Adam, the human being, had not yet been created. What was his job? La et to serve the land, to work the land. But we know that this concept of avod is not just uh, working physical labor, but rather that we have the idea that of Avodah shebelev, the service of the heart. We have the concept of Avodah, which is the service in the Beit HaMikdash, the bringing of Korbanot. So if that's the case, it must be that there's something that we can learn in this concept of LaVodet Adama, and something we can learn in this idea that is presented in this Pasuk, that might give us an even deeper understanding of what... um, of what it means to be in the field. So says the, um, says the Emek the Natsiv. He says the following. What is the field? Says the field is really kol parnasat olam. The field represents the place which is the source of sustenance to the world. Um, and he says we know. That even the greatest, kings of, uh, the greatest kings in the world, they also have to make sure that uh, the produce of the field is there. We know that uh, if we don't have, we don't have, um, have a, a working agricultural society, so then our, uh, we have nothing to eat and our whole world was apart. So even the greatest of kings are concerned about how the agricultural world works. And he says, and that is. So that's like the very um, simple understanding of the posset. Omnam. However, he says. What well, we have to understand What is this Pasuk really teaching us? And he says therefore There's a very deep Kavanah Amokah In this Pasuk What is that? If you see the word It says V'chol siach hasadeh The word siach Is a word that, we, that, that is translated As the shrubs of the field It's spelled Shin Yud Chet Siach The shrubs of the field But he says we need to understand That the word siach doesn't only mean shrubs, but rather, what it's real, what it's real, um, implication on a deeper level, is what, is tefillah, kavua, hamuchunah, od, avodah, shebelev. He says, you know what it is? That the concept of siach, v'chol siach hasadeh, terim yeh that we translated as all the shrubs, what it means, what it really means, is davening. That all davening, well structured, proper in its place davening, is the, what, really what the word siach means. And where do we see that? We see that later on in the Torah. And later on in the Torah, we have this beautiful story, an unbelievable story, right? Um, Abraham is getting old, and so he sends Eliezer, his servant, to go and find a wife for, for Yitzchak. And we know how the story plays itself out. And he eventually gets Rivka, who's going to become the wife of Yitzchak, and he brings her home, he puts on the camel, and they're riding the camels, and they come out, and the Torah says... Yitzchak Yitzhak went out. Now, listen to the words. It's the same word as Siach. Chazal explained. He went out to Daven. in the field. Same thing. Leaf not Erev. Where? At Minchatan and he looked up, and he saw these camels coming, she saw him, he saw her, she fell off the camel, they got married, that's like a beautiful story, and it unfolds itself, so says the Nativ, that we can see, that the concept of siach, is not just shrubbery, but the concept of siach hasadeh, really, is the, is the process of tfilah, of davening, within the sadeh, so, um, says the Reboni Olam, sorry, says the, the Natsiv, that initially the Reboni Shil Olam created, Demirosh HaBriah, from the beginning of creation, Kavah Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem set into the very essence of the recreated world, She'asek Eisek Parnosa, beHalichas Bebehalichos Olam, Mura Vashkoch El Yoyna, Magia Al Yidei Mafgi'ah Shel Avoidah. It's an unbelievable concept," said Hakadosh Baruch "Put into the world that our hard work in order to make a pranosa is all intertwined with this incredible hashkocha, with this Hashem's personal providence over each one of us. And what activates that? Mafgiah shall her through tefillah, through davening. So, what is that? Either it's going to be the Korbanot, or it's going to be our actual davening, the way we, we the way we daven. Because if we, we don't have Korbanot, what are we supposed to do? Mishum hachi, therefore, he says, Stam Avoida, right? That the, 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 the Avoida's Hashem, the davening that we have, is considered to be the ultimate in the service of Hashem. When we are prepared to subjugate ourselves through prayer to our Baruch Baruchu, that's really the service of Hashem in its most profound way. Um. And he says, why? Because all, of, all that we do, because the, work, the things that we do, we do for Parnosa, or because we've got other needs that we have, but you know what? The only reason a person works the land, the field, is to get lechem, is to get bread. And so he says, that's the thing. The Hevdel, who I call mitzvot sheva Torah, la'avodata korbanatot says that's the difference between all other mitzvahs and our davening. The Sharei mitzvah, Vavotas Hashem. Because all the other mitzvahs and the service of Hashem, Scharam, Shamur, Alam haba or Alam Hazeh. All other mitzvahs, the reward that we get for those mitzvahs is either or Alam Hazeh. In some way, we'll eat some type of fruit of that. But through wealth or through honor, we get something out of the mitzvahs that we do in this world and obviously in the world to come. Midah, midah, each thing according to what we do. Mashe'en, Kain. However, Korbanot, Otfila, Korbanot and Davening, Ikaram, the, the absolute essence of, 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 of the Korbanot and our Davening is what? Parnosa. So here we see an unbelievable thing. We see that this concept of Siach Basadeh, of, the, of Davening out in the field, is really connected to our livelihoods. Is really connected to our ability to understand that everything comes from the Reboi Nishalala. And this is what the nativ continues to say. That Siach HaSadeh is all about Tfilah. Is that this whole thing of that Hashem, right, go back to that, the basic understanding of that pasuk. Is that the reason why Hashem did not want to make anything grow yet is because there was no Tfilah, There was no space of davening yet because there was no one to daven. And that's why there wasn't the usual plant growth. But the minute, the minute the human being comes into the world and starts to daven, starts to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that profound space of that me speaking to Hashem, that manner of communication, then all of a sudden things start to grow. And really that's the most important thing about this Elul is understanding I'm meeting HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the field. Why am I meeting him in the field? Why am I meeting him bas You know why I'm meeting him bas Because the sadeh is the place where Yitzchak Avinu davened. The sadeh is the place where the world waited for there to be tefillah. Because there's something that we ne- don't really get because we're so baruch Hashem, so spoiled, that we can just turn around today and we've got people who are ill and the people who, are need, to, who are need our davening and just we want to just praise Hashem and we can open up a book of Tehillim and we can daven. Why? Because that's the gift that Hashem has given us. But if we go down into the very essence of what the, uh, the davening is really all about, of what this connection is really all about, it's not about being able to find Hashem at any point. It's being able to find Him in the field where He's accessible. Where he's easy to connect to, and that's why it says the um, this concept of Yitzchak being out in the field. Why is Yitzchak out in the field? Yitzchak is out, so it says the Meishil the Ish Rebbe. He says when Yitzchak was out in the field, is we have to understand that Yitzchak is the Shoresh Lachola Yirat Shebaolam. Yitzchak is the one who is the paradigm of all Yirat Hashem. Of all this fear, we call it fear, of this awe, this reverence of the Reboi Neshul But that reverence of the Reboi Neshul is an understanding that every single thing is in the hands of the Reboi Neshul Yitzha Yitzchak goes out to Daven. In the Sadeh, the Ishbitza said he went to Daven for one thing. He went to Daven. For his shidduch. He didn't know what was going on. Nowhere do we see in the Torah. That the Torah says. That Avram said. Listen Yitzchak. By the way. I'm sending uh, this chap. Um, Eliezer. And he's going to go find you a wife. And she'll probably be back in a couple of weeks. He didn't know that. He had no clue. Yitzchak's living on his own. Avram's living on his own. And all of a sudden. Yitzchak goes out to Davin. And what arrives. Is this uh, 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 caravan of camels. With, on which one of them. Is his wife. And therefore. With the Sadeh. This place. Of deep connection, um, of deep connection for, uh, for Yitzhak and deep connection for Amishra. But I want to tell you something that's, uh, that's really, I think, even bigger than that. Why is it, why is it that Yitzhak davens at Minchatan? So we know Chaza, the, the, the Gemara tells us that each one of the tfilos, tfilot avot tiknu, that each one of the Tvilot, Shachrit, Mincha, Mairiv, was set up by one of the, by one of the Avot. So Avraham was Metaken Shachris. Avraham set up the Bidaven Shachris. Um, Shachris is that moment of, um, of hope. As the day begins, it's a moment of hope, a moment of optimism, a moment of movement, a moment of joy. You see the sun coming up, the birds are tweeting, it's beautiful. That's the Avraham way of being. Yitzchak, on the other hand, is Mataken Mincha. He sets up the time for Mincha, where we learn that from this, that he sets up this time for Mincha. Um, and the time for Mincha, why is that such an important time? The time for Mincha is so important because that is the time as the day is waning. It's no longer a space of hope and optimism, but rather it's a time of taking that whole day and managing it till the end point. And then you have Yaakov, and Yaakov is Matake and Miriv, the evening service. Why Miriv, the evening service? Because Yaakov is really the man who is able to sustain himself and his family, even through the darkest times. But let's try and understand a little bit more about Mincha. The Kitzhoshuch and Oroch says in the name of, of, of uh, Rabbi Chalboi. Ama Rabbi Chalboi, Amar Ravuna. It says in the name of, of Rabbi Chalboi, says in the name of Ravuna, the following. A person should always be careful to daven mincha. Why? Because Eliyahu anavi was heard mincha time. What does it mean Eliyahu anavi was heard mincha As It says, At the time of mincha, Eliyahu was heard. What is the story? We know the story. There are these uh, terrible... Um, false prophets of Baal, and they are, they are really destroying Amisro. And Eliyahu comes and he says, okay, I'll have a competition. Let's see who's going to win here. I will bring, I'll daven to Hashem, you'll daven to Baal, and whoever answers, that's the right God. And we know what happens, ultimate Eli, uh, uh, um, Eliyahu is davening for HaKadosh Baruch to answer him, Hashem sends down fire, burns up the, the Mizbah, and he, he's the winner there. When was that? That was at the Mincha time. So says the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, we learn Mincha from Yitzchak. We learn about the importance of davening at Mincha from Eliyahu. But why is Mincha such an important time? He says, "Shvatam time, Mincha, Hi Kokach is reason why. Everybody knows that Shachris has got a set time in the morning, kumomi mimitato, you get up out of your bed, you get up. Before you're busy with anything, what do we do? We got to go and daven shachris. In fact, we know the aloha is that we're not allowed to even to greet each other with shalom aleichem. I told have actually davened, which is quite an amazing thing most people don't know. We shouldn't be eating anything before we daven, there's so much we shouldn't be doing before we daven because we should get up, daven. And then everything else that needs to be for our world, we can do. But before we have our world, we've got to engage with our Kaddish Baruch Hu. So to my we also know that what's going to happen. A person's going to dove in my and he's going, to, um, he's going to come home so he comes home he's got no, he's no no things to worry about before he's going to put on uh, Netflix for the night before we're going to um, do anything else that you need to do what do you do? You, you're finished so you've had your work day everything's done so you, before your work day you've done shachris. after your work day you've done your uh, you are done my roof. but Mincha who be'od this says the Kitzu Shayom Gadol it's when it's still daytime. And the person is still working in the, the things that they're doing. And the person has to try and set his heart to what? To move away from that which they are doing. To move away from the meeting that you're involved in. To move away from the engagements that one is having. And what are you supposed to do? You have to daven. And that's why the reward for Mincha is so great. So what is going on here? Let's try and understand. We said that we have this concept of the king in the field. We have this concept of that this time of Elu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way the Altar Rebbe explains it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has come down. He's in this field for us to be able to have a better connection with him. But what's the field really about? The field is not just a field. It's not just a place, but rather it represents our very essential material needs. And at this time in El, as we're going into the new year, what we're davening for, we're, da- we're, we're trying to connect for, not so damn much davening, trying to connect with the space of our material needs. How do our material needs get met? So what the, the Chazal want to explain, through this concept of sia Hasade, through this concept of not the shrubbery of the field, which is the way the basic answer is, but rather the way we get to, get to, to connect into our need for, um, for our Parnosa, And remember, this is not the only thing, this is one of the things, and that is through very deep tefillah. What kind of deep de- tefillah? There's a toysvah in, in, um, in Avodah zora that says it's not just any davening. It's fixed davening. It's the davening that we have within the appropriate structure and that is called mincha. And so we have this concept of connecting with the melech in the Sadeh through the fixed tefillah that we daven. But it's not only tefillah. The... Um, the, the natif also says the following. He says, you know, we have another opportunity during this time. When we recognize the melech basadeh, the other thing that we do as a process of tefillah is actually making brochas. Making brochas. on the brochas that we eat. And there he says the following. There are different types of brochas. There's what we call the, the, the brochas of, uh, of shevach, of praise to Hashem, the brochas of hodaah, of gratitude to Hashem for the different things. You know, we're going. To, we're now going into summer, so we're going to have light thunder and lightning, so we have to make a bracha when we hear the thunder, we have to make a bracha when we see the lightning, we have to make a bracha when we see a keshet, a rainbow, we have all of those things. Those are the recognition of Reboni Shul power in the world. They're the brachas that we make before we learn Torah. They're brachas that we make before we do mitzvot. They're different types of brachas, and there's one thing called berkat hanehenin. Those are the brachas that we make before we eat. And says the native By him, what do they come to do? Levarech shefa They come to promote the abundance in that thing upon which you're making the brocha. And he says that. What does it mean? What well, it means that if we understand the the, the Torah says, anybody who re, who who gets benefits in this world without a bracha harazei gozal laKodesh Baruch it's like stealing from the Rebbeinu Can you imagine that? Can you imagine we're stealing, so to speak, from the uh what So what do we do when we make a bracha? We're doing the opposite. What we're doing is we are giving gratitude to, to the Rebbeinu We're recognizing where it comes from, and therefore that shefer bracha nechal va'moneach mizeh goes What does it do? It gives, every time we make a bracha, it's the most unbelievable idea, it gives an extra boost in the growth process of that men of that species throughout the world. But if we don't make the bracha, then it takes away from that growth process. Um, And therefore, it makes us into people who are actually not only stealing from Hashem, but actually stealing from ourselves and actually removing the possibility of Shefer from the world. The Melech Hasadeh comes into our field, the place where all of this fruit grows, the place where all of our sustenance is. And we say that brocha to once again connect deeply with him and connect with the sustenance that he's trying to, that he's trying to give to us. And so therefore what I, I think um, for me, this concept of HaMelech Basadeh of finding the king in the field is not just the idea of that he's closer. But rather, HaMelech HaSadeh gives us the essence of Elul. The essence of Elul is davening, is tefillah. But the essence of Elul is not only tefillah. Because that's, that's our space in the field. But when the king comes down to us, we don't only want to approach him. We also want to try and engage with Him and see what advice, what um, lessons, what He can communicate with us. We know that this time is the time of tshuva, tvila, and tzedakah. What are those three things? So tshu, Tfila, we understand. We've spoken about that for a while. What is tshuva? Where does tshuva come from? So if we look in the davening, in our davening, in our every single day, we make these, we make bruchas. Um, in the Shmoneh Esrei. We know that the Shmoneh Esrei is, is divided up into the first part is the praise of Hashem. The last part is the thanks of Hashem. And the middle part is that part where we are able to ask Hashem for anything we want. And one of the things we say is the following. And it's, uh, if you look in the art scroll, it's on page 102 in the art scroll. Um, there's, a, there's a heading. The art scroll is beautiful because it, it gives a heading to each one of those broches. The heading to this brocha is the bruch of Tshuva. And for us to understand how to uh, engage with Tshuva, we need to understand from our davening where the Tshuva is supposed to emerge from. When we daven to Hashem, it's our speaking to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. When we do Tshuva, it has to come from a place. Says, that says, the, 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 the Brocha, Hashiveinu Avinu. Hashiveinu means to bring us back. We can understand that that's the process of Tshuva. But Hashivenu Avinu to what? Le Torah Techa. To your Torah. The first aspect of Tshuva, the first aspect of this time of the year that is so profound and so important is the idea that we need to learn more. And not learn more just to be inspired and to find a space, you know, where I'm feeling like on fire during this time of the year. But sometimes we just need to learn more just to know what to do better. You know, when when we're coming up to Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah governing is so complicated. What we need to learn is take out before Rosh Hashanah. We've got a week and a half. Just take out. You've got an art school. You've got a a Koran. Just take it out and go through it. Because then when we start to learn more, we start to see really what it is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. How our relationship with Him Becomes enhanced. Then, then we'll come closer to you in our We want to daven to Hashem. You've got to understand who we're davening to before we can daven. If I'm going to say that my speaking to Hashem is my davening, is my speaking to Hashem, and then his, my learning of Torah is Him speaking to me, I want to understand Him. He understands me. I don't have to worry about that. But I want to understand Him. If I want to understand Him, I've got to learn more. And the more I learn, the more I connect, the more I'm able to understand the, the awe, the reverence, the ava, the love, all those different things, then I can daven in a much more profound way. Then, I've got the tshuva, which is Torah, I've got the Tfilah, which is the, um, which is the avoda, which is the service of Hashem. Then, then you can return me to, with, ch- t- shuvah, uh, with, Shaleima, with pure, complete tshuva. Because the pure, complete tshuva is that space that really I need to work on at this time. Through learning, through davening, through going out to the Sadeh, through going out into that place, where I am able to make myself vulnerable. You know, it's an amazing thing. Even now, during this period of time, this COVID time, what we're doing is we're davening outside. Now, there's a certain vulnerability in being outside and not being in a, uh, in a bricks and mortar building. You know, there's, you, there, there's a little bit cold. You can feel every breath of wind. You're worried it's going to rain. There's a certain level of vulnerability. And that's what the king is out there. HaMelech Basadeh is in that space which is open. We need to put ourselves into that space. To be Suach Basadeh. To daven in that field. To approach the Rebunish El in the most profound way. In order for us to connect in the deepest way going up uh, up uh, up to Rosh Hashanah. And that's really what I wanted to share with you. Is that our experience in the field is not just that the king is in the field. But really it's our opportunity to be in the field and to use the field to its best way, to dive in hard, to connect profoundly with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to hear His voice in the field as He is hearing our voice as well. And in that way, please God, we're able to connect, we connect deeper. When we connect deeper, we come into Rosh Hashanah, and in Rosh Hashanah we are told that HaKadosh Baruch Hu judges us, not in the past, and not in the future, but by Asher Husham, where we are at that point in time. This is our opportunity to connect to that point in time. Have a beautiful day, everybody. I wish everybody who I don't see going forward shivachasimat tova. It should be a good bench to year. Should all be well and please God, it should be a year of health and of happiness and of safety and of safety and a year where we truly are able to connect with each other, not via the uh, the only this uh, this medium of technology, but really face to face without masks and once again be able to have those relationships. I wish everybody a beautiful day. God bless. Thanks, Reba. No, mate. Thanks, Rob. God bless, guys.